Start from the beginning. It's a very good place to start. It's true. I mean, we could we could pretty much go uh, whenever. Um, Is it recording? Yeah. Basic. Oh, well, then let's start. Let's yeah. Let's let's call it. Yeah. Uh, do we're, we're doing a sh- we're doing a show. It's a very professional show. Very professional. We just you know we do it. All uh, right. <laughs> What's it? Bob, say the name one time. Let them know what they're listening to. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, the name that one time that I'm going to say it is that it's the Dot Plot Ascension Final Mix. Final Mix. Woo! Final Mix. Uh, which I, I, we've gotten a lot of reader mail that's like, hey, what what is the inspiration for the name of your show, specifically the Final Mix part? And yeah. it's because... Uh, this is the um, ultra HD, like <laughs> extended bonus content version. <laughs> the whole thing is bonus content. It's amazing. It's all it's, bonus content. Yeah, it, that's what makes it so special. Is all the bonus content that there is in in it. Uh, yeah, in, which, in the which whole, is the, the all whole of it. thing. Yeah, the it's whole, all of it. So I mean, that's that's definitely the most final of mixes, if you ask me, for sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Quinn, do you know what month it is, Quinn? Do you know what month it is, Quinn? Well. Do you know? Yeah. Uh, gosh. So last month was April. Yeah. So, so now it's, uh, this month is now Mayazaki. That's right. It's May Azaki month. It's Mayazaki month. Yes. Uh, which Welcome is. Welcome to theme month, everybody. Uh, Yes. It's it's a theme month that we're doing this month, uh, which I say in that. Uh, so, I mean, Miyazaki is really whatever you want it to be. And for me, uh, Quinn, I'm just going to let you know right now, uh, we're not going to qu- start in on uh, the actual movies of Miyazaki. But I do want you to be in sort of that Miyazaki flavor and everything that I've got gotcha. for you today. I think it's, I think that's how we're going to do Miyazaki. So in, today in all of your things, try to make it as Miyazaki feeling as you can, whatever that means to right. you. Cause I don't, I don't right. know how um, much that means to you. <laughs> so, so a, a little background when it comes to the, to the films of the Miyazaki persuasion, um, I know you're uh, terrified yeah. of Princess Mononoke. Uh, no, that's my wife. My wife is terrified of Princess Mononoke. So I, I only experienced the one scene from that film of the scary so, of the scary demon worm boar. Of the worm boar, yes. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! This episode was brought to you by Pizza Rolls, and they're hot as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Totinos. Thank you for Thank you, Totinos. Please give us that sweet Totinos money. Yeah, we we need it desperately, desperately, Something desperately. Fierce. Dear God, give us the money, Dead please. Stuff. Bills to pay. So, um, yeah, um, the the Miyazaki flavors that I'm aware of are the Spirited Away flavor of of fanciful yet uh, dark yet hopeful um yet if you think about it too hard you'll actually get really really sad um right that sort of deal yeah i uh, also know that in the english dub of Howl's moving castle 
uh, Christian Bale's in it. Yes. Um, yeah, and uh, for you know, throughout this month, we're going to try to do some more Miyazaki things. You should as well. You should just watch more Miyazaki. You should just do it. It's, it's he's a wonderful just filmmaker. Just just um, just listen. do more of his stuff. Listen, I'm not your dad, but you should watch more Miyazaki. He didn't tell me to do this. This is a thing that we just decided we wanted to do because he's great. Uh, and he he also uh, said that anime was a mistake, uh, which anime was a mistake. <laughs> so, I mean, this guy's got some ideas. I want that shit tattooed on my fucking arm. <laughs> Uh, but of course, uh, that isn't the real start of the show. The real start of the show is once we finally, I think Quinn, it's time to end it. We're going to do the last two episodes of it's, oh my God, it's the end of a fucking era. Yeah. Yeah. Beginning of Miyazaki, end of Abuela Maggie. (laughs) End of Abuela Maggie's adventures. Oh my gosh. I'm... I'm really anxious to tell you what happened in the two episodes. Yeah. Well, that's the only thing I have left to guide me, Quinn. That's the only thing I have left to guide me. Which is interesting because that's that's actually the name of the second to last episode. <laughs> um, so. Yes. So in the penultimate episode, uh, we were left with a giant meatball barreling towards the clubhouse. Yeah. Um. Very terrifying. Uh, we, we spent the, that, that whole episode sort of getting to know everybody um, a, a little bit better. Um, Margot, Nikki, um, the whole gang. The whole, so, uh, all of them. The, the rest of them. Of them. All, all six that aren't Maggie. So uh-huh. it, it starts right where the last one left off. There's a giant meatball barreling towards their clubhouse they all you know they throw open the front door they see it they spring into fucking action it's like a solid minute and a half of transformation sequences and like they're all fabulous and glamorous and like just confident badass motherfuckers ready to deal with this goddamn meatball ready to fuck this meatball up now this meatball barreling towards them skids to a halt like a okay. foot away from them. So like they're already in them and then stops. it's like a fake out. It's like, hi. Uh, uh, and they're, they're like ready to fight. But like uh, there's, I guess, an energy coming off the meatball. That's like very calming, very like, this is not a foe. <laughs> this is not. And a... then. What is it? So a, grot- a grotesque face appears across the front of the meatball. Oh God. And, and it, and it speaks and it it says uh, something to the effect of uh, seven sisters I beseech you the the postageddon has begun but the saucy ones are not yet ready to see this world fade and you know they're, they're all like excuse me and it, it turns out this meatball is a herald um, from oh, from uh, from the saucy ones, which are you know your Ralph Marinara, your what Marinara? Uh, your Alfredo, your Marinara, oh, okay. your vodka, 
you know, the, the, mini, the pantheon the, of sauces, uh, the great pesto, you know, these sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The great pesto. Uh, praise be unto um, them. Praise be unto the great pesto and all their benevolence. Um, so the, the, the meatball is really just there to strike a fucking deal with, you know, the girls. Because right. the, the whole world is in danger from what the pasta master dares to do, which you finally get, like, the full lowdown on what his whole deal is. Right. Um, so what what's he after? What is he what is he trying to gain from all of this? He wants no sauce. He wants saucelessness. He wants just the uh. the, the starchy carb loaded noodle. Just the noodle, huh? Just no. the noodle. Not even like you some know. butter or something to go on that? Or just Not even just butter. Dry Which, do you remember noodles? <laughs> do you Man, remember this guy the... is evil. Yeah, no, he's a fucking psychopath. So, do you remember in the sort of um, very Lynchian episode, uh, the gray-haired he, he... man? Yes, of course, of course, of course. And how his his noodles were bare. Um, it was, you know, sort of foreshadowing that. Uh... That was that was sort of his whole thing, and like Maggie has like a flashback to that like spirit she saw, you know, that spirit quest she went on, right? Um, of course, and sees that she's like, oh my gosh, well we have to stop him. And, uh, <laughs> no more is, sauce. I can't. I can't allow that to happen to the world. Not my world. Not I, this world. Not my world. Not this world. Not um, the. We will not lose the great pesto. Uh, can't allow it so the meatball um asks them to come back with him to uh to to the great softy ones like gnome because they live in a dimension that's um perpendicular to our own okay Um, sort of uh, just just uh, left of yeah so they're like, yeah, absolutely. We're, we'll, we'll meet with the saucy ones. You know, we can, we can figure out how to, how to save this world. And so the meatball just opens up his gob and, and, and says, and climb on in girls. They just, We're going for a ride. Do they just, just climb on into that meatball mouth? Just, they just climb. <laughs> they just walk in. Is it, and is it like a bus? So you, they step on into the meatball mouth and it's like all like it, done up on the inside, almost bus-like, and they sit down and there's like rows of seats and stuff? Almost, except like if a bus were made of ground beef and turkey. No, oh, it's beef and turkey. Like, okay, so it's, it's a little, I mean, it's a little it's, healthy. It's a little lower in fat, yeah. No, so But it's definitely still just meat. Okay, um, but all meat. Just not necessarily the fattiest of meats that they could have had. Okay. I mean, that's, that's yeah. good. And I mean, that's it a nice, it's a little bit health conscious. And it is shaped like, like bus seats. So that's nice. Yeah. I mean, um, you gotta got have somewhere to seat while you're, you're going to a different dimension realm just left of your own. I mean, there's a little bit of, yeah. I mean, you gotta, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you, you want to be comfortable. So he rolls back up the hill and shoots off into the stars. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's sort of like a, a um, uh, remember the boat ride in um, uh, 
Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Oh, do I? It's very, you know, very haunting and terrifying. Yeah. Just, um, yeah. It, it's, it's like that, but like very chill. Like there's all these like technicolor lights and the meatball singing a song and like it's very psychedelic. But the song he's singing is like, we're gonna go see the sauce man. We're gonna go to the sauce. Yeah, we're gonna go see all the sauces and throw the stars. And it's like That's really awesome. kind of cool. Good. I like and, the like, song a lot. Like, uh, I'm picturing like, clapping along. It's yeah. like really kind of cool. Yeah, I, I'm also picturing that like in Gurenlagen, you know, with all the Technicolors as they're flying through space, something like that, but with a uh, with a with a with but a fun with a song, bus. with a meat yeah. <laughs> with a meat bus and a fun song, <laughs> with a meat bus and a full and a fun song, which, as you remember, was the name of the episode. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, of course, with, with a meat bus and a fun song. So yeah, um, and it the ep- the episode ends as they arrive in the sauce lands. Um, and uh, the meat bus tells them we're going to land on the outskirts of the sauce lands. All right. Um, and this, then, I mean, it's pretty much the way these ones go. It's like it's basically a two-parter. And the the second part being, uh, my very best friend. My so they very land in the sauce friend. lands. Yeah. Right. Yes. They are under siege. They were too late. No. This, the sauce rivers have run dry. No, no, no. The, not the sauces. The meat bus is looking around, and he's like, "Where's the marinara? Where's, where's, where's the, the marinara? Where's the Alfredo? Uh, no. where's, where's the no. pesto? Where's, where's pesto? Where is it? Where did where did it go? Pesto. Where pesto was the first to fall. No." Oh, why? Why, Pesto? Why? And vodka fell. Did did Alfredo then, put up a? Uh, did they did, did they put up a fighting chance? They they happen upon the gasping body of what was once a great sauce lord, Alfredo. Oh no. And the meatball, the meatball leans in close to him, and and Alfredo says, "Meatball, come to me." And the meatball, he's like, "I'm here, Alfredo, I'm here." And Alfredo says, "You gotta keep the realm safe." <laughs> Quinn, I'm ready. I'm I'm ready for for the girls to uh to put a beat down on the goddamn pasta master. Fucking tired of this so shit. There's there's one tower left. Tower Marinera has not fallen. They are under siege by a variety of noodles: bowtie, rotini, fusellini. 
and the curls spring into fucking action. And there's a solid eight minutes of these girls shooting lasers and soaring through the sky on glowing motorcycles because Maggie had the forethought to wheel her motorcycle into the meat bus. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So she's she's just tearing up these noodles. Good. And Fuck you can see all the all the all the people in fucking in in tower marinara they're there's they've been revived by the power of these magical girls and they're they start fighting back harder than ever and cannons are firing and noodles are just being toasted and fucked the hell up (laughs) toasted noodles so they they go to the throne room where lord marinara is you know commanding his troops and he he's putting up a fight he's putting up a hell of a fight and the pasta master is in there he's in the throne room and they're having a fucking duel the pasta master's like swinging this big old pasta sword and the lord marinara's putting up these sauce shields blocking his every blow matching him swing for swing he's turning into sauce and springing up out of the floor to hit the pasta master in the chest and the pasta master's dispersed into a variety of mystical noodles to try and infiltrate and destroy the sauce lord's body and the magical girls show up and they say hey you noodle fuck <laughs> what a, with their great one liners they've got their great one liners hey you noodle fuck and um do they say something to the effect uh, of master. it's time to go al dente or so, I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, no, it happens later. Okay. 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 Uh, I'll let you get, so I'll let you get master, to it. He turns around and he says, you're too late girls. The other sauce Lords have fallen. It's only one left. And he's a weak old fool, which Lord Marinara is like, no, I'm not. Pasta master turns to shut up, turns back to the girl. And he's like, this world will be sauceless in due time. And Maggie, she holds up a single finger and says, She says, <laughs> I need to know. What does she say? She says, she says, you can destroy all the sauce here, but everybody knows the best sauces are homemade by grandma. <laughs> Throws a spirit boomerang. <laughs> This boomerang stabs him in the chest. Uh, Bright light shoots out. He staggers. The uh, the pasta master falls to his knee and says, What is. What is this feeling? (laughs) Maggie leans in and says, You're al dente, bitch. Okay, that's where I was waiting for when that was... Okay, good. 
cuts his head off. His head is sailing through this, the sky. Margot draws her spirit bow, fires an arrow straight through his eyes, pins him to a wall. Nikki takes out her teapot. It turns into these two buzzsaws on her arm, carves up his pasta legs and arms off. And the rest of the girls do their thing too. And fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, it sounds fucking dope. They killed that pasta master. They killed him to shit. And then the girls are like, we have to we've we, we've done it we've defeated the pasta master and maggie's like i i think i'm needed here in this world to help make more sauce to reinvigorate the zestiness in the world and the creaminess and and all things delicious and good and the girls are like maggie we we understand but will will we see you again Maggie says, any, any time you turn down a dry noodle, I'll be there. Any time you need something to dip a little bit of garlic bread in, I'll be there. Any time you buy Kraft macaroni and cheese off the shelf, I'll look at you a little funny, but I'll be there. And the... The girls get back into the meat bus and the meat bus takes them back to their clubhouse and Maggie's waving to them through the window and and that's how it ends that's uh that's beautiful Quinn I I you know what that sounds like I mean it sounds like quite a show uh, that you created for me um, it really is so uh, what we're going to do instead of me telling you um you know how wrong you got it uh we're going I well I mean uh, like, I, let's not say wrong but how different Yeah and instead of me telling you which parts you thought were a little bit different than well I think part of the problem is you misheard me <laughs> Uh it oh, is What do you mean? Um uh, it it is not Abuela Maggie Madoka Magica but in fact um Paola Maggi. Wait. Madoka Magica. Bob, can you stop the podcast? What do you mean? What do you mean? I, I miss you. No, you said it was fine. Uh, I, I did try to bring it up that you had, you had got that wrong and, but you insisted that it was Abuela and I, I just, I just continued on. But then what have I been watching? Uh, well, that's a very good question. Uh, but I, I, oh. Well, I we'll talk about this later. We'll talk. Yeah, go we're back gonna, to your thing. Go back to your thing. Podcast on and podcast on. Uh, point is, the later will be a uh, another live stream. Yeah, we'll do a viewing party of Abuela Maggie Madoka Magica. Yeah, of Abuela Maggie. Sh- we'll watch all of it back to back. The same show that I watched, right? Exact same right? show you just finished watching Quinn. We'll all watch it together. Perfect. Yeah. We're all going to watch the show. You just finished telling us about together. Yay. <laughs> now on to the rest of the episode. Um, Let's talk Miyazaki, bitch. 
yeah, let's talk some Miyazaki. Now, let's, we're going to go, I think, into some of uh, Miyazaki's uh, lesser-known um, uh, things, some of his earlier work, some of his um, just lesser-known projects outside of Studio Ghibli, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, I um, mean, because I feel like his, his Ghibli shit is like... I, even if I haven't seen it, I could probably tell you what it's about. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're going to step outside of that realm of things. And we're going we're gonna to go into the deep Miyazaki verse. Deep, deep Miyazaki cuts. Um, and, and so we're going to start with um, an earlier one of his called Straight Title Robot Anime. Excuse me? Uh, yeah, uh, this is an early Miyazaki one. It's called Straight Title Robot Anime. Fuck. <laughs> the, yeah, so that's Straight Title Robot Anime. Let me make... make, make okay. Make... <laughs> I, all right, I got an All right, so... So, most... Most robot anime have pretty fucking rad names, right? Yeah, they're all like Gundam like, Wing or Mobile Suit Gundam Double Zero Symphony of the Dances of War Babies. Yeah, or um, uh, or Big O. Big O, which I actually have. I've I watched a lot of Big O, and that show's really fucking good. <laughs> yeah, Big O's pretty um, great. I think it was pretty good or like uh, massacre z or z or uh, apple seed or, or you know or escaflone escaflone rosifon <laughs> yeah <laughs> things like so, that like yeah what uh miyazaki-san did was he was just like i want to make a show about robots but i don't want it to have one of those shit names <laughs> yeah I, w- I just want it to be a straight titled robot anime write that down someone wrote it down he made the whole show and he was like now back to the title what notes have i had you write down for the title uh, straight title robot anime Perfect. Send it. <laughs> yeah. But basically, it's um, it's a robot anime. It's about it's about uh, I'm gonna say not super robots, uh, but like very large robots doing cool battles with brave pilots, like probably Gundam esque. I'm gonna say maybe a little bit more fantastical than that. Yeah, it's cuter than Gundam. Like Gundam SD. Okay, less awful than Gundam <laughs> SD. Uh-huh, so... Like, but, like, the robots are, like, rounder, and, like, the pilots are more precocious, and like but the battles are fucking good yeah okay i think I it's like interesting 
I feel like the the battles are like every three episodes, and in between, there's like, um, I guess talking, because there'd have to be some sort of like global conflict, right? Yeah, I mean, there's got to be something going on. Otherwise, why are all these robots doing whatever they're doing? Yeah, I feel like fighting over who's the cutest robot. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, no. So it's a robot fighting competition, I think. So like G Gundam, like yeah, like G Gundam, but cute, but like and in between, it's like so maybe the, it's like G Gundam, the, but also with like an aspect of um, like it's not just fighting; it's also uh, there's like a like a beauty competition mixed in with the fighting. Yeah, like it's it's a like a multi layered robot competition so it's not just like oh my robot is the strongest and fastest and can kick the most ass but it's like my robot's just like really good at flower growing yeah something yeah and like there's yeah it's more of like a like a um like a county fair of robots and it's like welcome to the uh, one the the 15th world robot fair uh here's the fighting corner where the robots have fights and here's the uh which ones are the prettiest and which ones can do the best flying like there's like a speed like there's like a race and then there's like a fight and then there's like just an elegance competition yeah that sounds right yeah that's uh i mean all right so uh here's how you did um not I'm going to give so you out of, out of what? Out of 10. Out of 10. Out of 10? Uh, out of 10. Mm, uh, five to four. Oh, hey, that's better than I thought I did. Hey, you know what? I mean, you got the, so there is certainly a global conflict happening with robots. Um, and clearly Miyazaki did it because otherwise why would we be doing this i mean it's Miyazaki. why would we be doing this yeah so i mean mostly uh, that part yeah that's where i got a lot of my points yeah a lot of your points were in that and there was talking uh there's a good bit of talking in this um C- conversation even yes uh one this show looks like it could have been a precursor to beast wars and how it looks uh are you kidding me uh i mean that and like their graphical capabilities are just a little bit shy of like what beast wars looked like in the 90s (laughs) but like sort of like 3d like a beast wars animated yeah or like a reboot you know oh yeah yeah it looks kind of like that um and uh, there is a global robot, like, there's, a, there's I think most humans are dead, I think. Uh, oh, and God. And uh, maybe it's hard to tell. There's a lot of people fighting. There's a lot of fighting. And so, like, the intro starts and it just looks like, uh, a, like, a Gundams are fighting each other. Um, it, it look, they look like fucking Gundams. Um, okay. Are they cuter than Gundams? Uh, no, they're, they're, they look pretty much like Gundams. Uh, but now our main three characters, who are three uh, 
I would say f- a feminine presenting robots. Um, one has sort of like pigtail hair. Uh, they are just like hanging out and talking. Uh, and their, their job is to sort of like understand the human world that is being destroyed. So they talk to each other to figure out like how things work, like jokes. They spend a lot of time trying to figure out how jokes work. Um, and so they tell a bunch of bad jokes to each other and, uh, okay. Because they don't understand how humor works or why it happens. So they tell a bunch of bad jokes. Uh, and then they tell one of the best jokes ever, um, where they attempt to stop all the fighting, uh, that's happening all over the world. And their solution to this is to, uh, just lube everybody up. So there's less friction and there'd be less fighting if there's less friction. (laughs) Oh God. So they pour lube on the planet and, and then it just plays the intro again of like all the Gundams fighting each other, but they're all slipping everywhere (laughs) and it it was the best joke (laughs) everything else about this show is bad that was very good and awesome and i loved it a whole bunch solid joke points for this show for that good job miyazaki-san that is a very good joke uh because it was just the exact theme again but all the robots were slipping all over the place because they were covered in lube it was amazing good work uh, point is, so it's like how a. How many episodes did you watch? Uh, one, just the one. Yeah, just and the one, the requisite one. The requisite one. Um, but I, I couldn't do more because it looked like fucking reboot. <laughs> yeah, that sounds hard. <laughs> like looking at it hurt my like eyes. <laughs> she was like cool when you know you were. Um, not old enough to know better. Or when, you know, that was a whole different way for things to look, but that is not the world we live in anymore. (laughs) And looking at it is painful for your eyes, um, to just, to have it in front of them. Yeah. Oh man. I need to open my notes. I just remember to have notes for all of this. Um, Yeah. Uh, but I remember the best part of that, which was the lube planet they created. That's such a, a horrible word. Yeah, but that was the word they were using, was lube. <laughs> and that wasn't even well, a joke. Oh, God. Don't break everything. Don't. Okay. Good. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. So okay. Uh, our our next one comes to us from one of Miyazaki's uh, like other studios. It's the much 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 lesser known one. It was like all the ones he tried out all of his uh, weird new ideas on uh, things that he thought right. were way too strange to just put onto like you know uh, onto the Ghibli side of things because you know he he could only get but so weird there you know so yeah like uh, there's an acceptable level of like. So oh, this will find an audience and is interesting. So uh, in that's that studio and the name of the anime, he named them both the same thing because they're they, they are both going for the same idea uh, is called uh, strange plus. 
So uh, please tell me what the anime Strange Plus is about from Miyazaki's studio Strange Plus. Okay, so here's the problem. Yeah. So there's the there's the um there's the television show uh Blood Plus which is about blood divorce doing their whole blood divorce thing. Yeah, doing the blood divorce thing. Now strange is sometimes uh used as a slang term um for uh for uh, for what? For what is it? For 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 for, for puss. Uh-huh. For puss. Um so <laughs> Yeah. Now, what about so what about if, it? If if blood plus is about about it's about blood of wars. Yeah. It's about blood of wars. Then strange plus is maybe where are you going? What is this? What is it? What is it about? Maybe it's about us. Uh huh. So, so that's really why Miyazaki made this other studio. This was, this wasn't Miyazaki's like weird studio that he was trying out all the the strange things. This was the place where he was trying out all the quote unquote strange things. This is, this is Miyazaki's porn studio, his hentai studio. Uh, Maybe I wouldn't say hentai. I wouldn't say hentai. I would say his etchy studio. (laughs) I wouldn't say etchy. I wouldn't say that or Yuri or Yaoi. I would say that it is definitely more akin to a rated R film. Not NC-17. But like, so it's not like graphic details of like people fucking, but like the sort of like nightly occurrences of maybe a group of friends who are trying to fuck okay like they're so they're going to so, bars they're going to singles events they're like are they perhaps college kids in a uh, maybe a fraternity and uh and or a college band trying to have sex with uh other band people or fraternity people in a uh, animal house or revenge of the nerds or any other college styled or American pie. Is this the Japanese American pie? Is that what you're saying it is? I think it might be the Japanese American pie. Um, or I think I'm picturing more like, um, post-college. Is there like a group of friends who like were in college together and like now they're they've got like nine to five jobs so it's but like old school i wouldn't say old school, like <laughs> younger than old school okay uh what's the one with uh 
Who's Ryan Reynolds, where he should have been out of school for a really long time? Van Wilder. <laughs> yeah, is it Van Wilder? <laughs> is it the I, Japanese no, Van Wilder? These people have their lives more together than that. <laughs> it's more like... I don't know. There was a there was a sitcom that was really good about that sort of thing. How I Met Your Mother. Friends. Like if is it Friends? More <laughs> is it Friends? Is it the Jap? Is it is Fuck. it Japanese Friends? <laughs> I think is I may have just R-rated, tried to do Japanese Friends. Is it R-rated Strange Japanese? Japanese. <laughs> R-rated yeah. Japanese Friends. These friends. Yeah, it's. You, it's you Japanese get dis- friends where they can say fuck. Yeah, they can they can say fuck as many times as they want, um, and they can um, make reference to finger banging. <laughs> so really, they can, Miyazaki yeah. watched a couple episodes of Friends and, and was like, "I could I could sex this up a bit." <laughs> Strange plus <laughs> that 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 hot new show Blood. Blood plus about the blood of wars. Let's take all of the blood of wars and fighting out of it and replace it with sex and working a nine to five job. <laughs> uh, well, Quinn, I have to say I'm disappointed in you for creating friends in Japan since we've been trying to avoid so- that. I. Why I have we been watching? Why have we been watching anime in the first place? Because all of American television is friends or friends in a hospital. It's all I know. It's all I know. I've been trying to expand my, like, my knowledge of, like, what exists in the world. But I was still, I was still raised with friends and or friends in a hospital and or law and order, as we've established. Oh, right. Also law and order. You're right. Also law and order. Um, But I I go back to that well to drink from because that's that's the water I was raised on. I am. I'm just. I'm disappointed because this actual yeah, show. Yeah, you, you well, and my dad both. <laughs> uh, I think I'm just going to read my notes here and. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, some shit happened in this show. <laughs> uh. So. The first ten seconds, a man is on fire with embarrassment. Who is this creepy egg guy? A keychain? Phantom Thief is the maid. Her thieving name is Rusty Nail. She was the Phantom Thief. Maid has Indiana Jones-style boulder trap in the mansion. Spring butts. Butts on springs. All the butts. So much cleavage. Maid has a hang glider. Uh, Gunpowder and butts. They save the statue. The maid thinks they are cool. All of this in three minutes. So much happened. Oh my god. (laughs) Hey Bob. Yeah. Are you, are you okay? It was it was painful. It was, so <laughs> so much happened in the butts and the cleavage and the so so much was going on and then there were springs and there was a hang glider and it was yeah and a boulder trap and a boulder trap yeah uh, I so hey Bob what's the plot? Plot is group of. Friends slash uh, detectives are on oh, yeah. on the case to capture this p- 
person who's stealing from this mansion. They find out it's the maid. They try to stop her. All of the things I've just said ensue. <laughs> Good. Yeah. So, but it's, is it more about the friends who are detectives or is it more like a, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? hunt for this no they maid. catch they catch the maid uh they get her um okay it had to do with uh gunpowder butts gunpowder butts of course yeah what the fuck okay <laughs> uh i do have we, we actually watched two episodes of this uh so here's my notes for the second one uh there's an abandoned mall trap maze uh, then one of them says, hurry up and ride my blood to the top. What did I just watch? What? what did I just watch? The plushie was a muscle boy, a lion muscle the boy. One? The plushie. The what? Was the a muscle. Plushie was a muscle boy, a lion uh-huh. muscle boy, crotch muscle okay. lion boy, purple. Wasn't a purple plushie plushie. What? Only a purple boy. I got really Wait, I, fixated on this purple lion muscle boy who was a plushie then wasn't. Um, I don't remember what happened in that uh, episode other than it did involve I, this plushie that then became a muscle boy, lion muscle boy. Miyazaki. <laughs> See, now you, here's what you got right. There's some friends. There are friends. God, fuck. How was I supposed to guess that? <laughs> you, you got the friends, and then we, what you, you what you didn't listen. think is it is after dark, so that means detectives, always detectives, um, and muscle boys because it's R rated. So you know you have to be on my side here when I say that that's bullshit and that's a dumb name. Yes, it is strange. So that tracks. How the fuck was any spo- anybody supposed to know what happens in that goddamn show? Yeah, I certainly didn't. Going into this, I was like, "Hmm, wonder what this is going to be." Not what strange that. Plus. Not what that was. What the fuck? Yeah, not not what I was. Man, <laughs> that was. No one was ready. No, 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 no. Okay, so. uh now let's see um so this next one i think came at a time in in miyazaki's life where he was really just looking to try some new things you know uh right you know he he was looking to um branch branch out uh, away from you know friends he realized that that was wrong um shouldn't have made friends yeah shouldn't have made friends darn it uh so uh he he did something he did something maybe a little mm, the only word that really comes to mind is taboo uh and when he created the show taboo tattoo taboo tattoo taboo tattoo Yes. Taboo tattoo. So is 
All right. So I, I, I feel like after the, the sort of radical. Yeah, the very radical R-rated shift that Miyazaki took with his friends. His very strange friends. Quinn, are you there? Did I? You went hey, away. Bob, did I disconnect? You did. Yeah, okay, you did. So, so tell yeah, me, tell me again about the, yeah, the taboo I'm tattoos. Back. So I feel like after her strange plus, he was like, no one fucking knew what that show was about because the name was garbage. So he um he went very literal. Uh-huh. Um Tabu tattoo is a lip it's about a literal tattoo on a person's body that's made it's maybe not the best thing for society as we know it because yeah. Um uh this person was, um, I'm going to say 16 years old. They're flying. Uh, um, they're, they're on an airplane, right? Because they're going to go, um, they're going to go visit their grandparents in uh, a different country. They're, I don't know where they're flying to. <laughs> the different country France. of, uh, France. yeah, France, probably France. They're going from Japan to France. From Japan to France. So they're flying uh, to France. Plane crashes. Ah! <laughs> ah! Death, destruction. Everybody dies except the 16-year-old kid that I talked about. 16-year-old kid is found by this tribe in the jungle, and they're like, we will, we will keep you. We will keep you and keep you alive because you've been through a plane crash, and that shit's pretty whack. Yeah, this, so we don't want that like, to happen to nobody. And they're like, ah, oh, kid. They're trying to, like, communicate with the with the kid, and the kid's like, I speak Japanese and maybe a little English. And they're like, <laughs> we don't speak either of those languages. We are definitely... God, where did he crash? If he's flying to France, they may have flown over North Africa. So he's in, like... Hmm, how well do I know my African geography? Well, he would have had to take a, a layover. In... So he's probably Central Africa. Okay, just somewhere in Central Africa. No telling where. Central Africa, uh, very it... biodiverse. Okay. Some deserts, bio... some jungles, some rivers, yeah. some lakes. Because... This was made in like the mid nineties when like you could get away with just being like in Africa and then showing like a somewhere. bunch of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, it's it's in Africa somewhere. They've got it. It's in it's Africa. They've got it. Oh, they're it's Africa. They're good. <laughs> so they're in Africa. And like the the this tribe is like Every once in a while, a supply caravan comes through. We can, you know, put you with them. And the kid's like, 
bruh, little bit of English, mostly Japanese. I got nothing. <laughs> yes, so he, no really, idea he what they're starts, saying. <laughs> he's trying to like copy them and like integrate into their life. And like, he's thinking about like his home and about how he's like, you know, my grandparents think I'm dead and everyone is like really concerned about me. And like, but I, there's no way for me to get home. Like these people have saved me and I, you know, owe them very, very much. And like, if I'm going to survive, I need to like commit to their sort of like lifestyle to like really embrace it. And so he does. And, uh, one of like the, the traditions of this tribe is to get these like tattoos on their body. Um, okay. Of, of different things. Um, um, mostly like different animals that they like emulate most. And so like, so there's what? some people that are like, huh? So, so what animal does he get on his body? Does he get squirrel? So he gets, he gets very, very aggressive liony tattoos because he's, you know, he's like, you know, he's... you know, if I'm going to be, if I'm going to be any animal, I'm going to be the king of the jungle. <laughs> sure. Goes, I mean, yeah. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want that? He goes, because he's, he's all in he's, to this like tribal life. Yeah. He wants, he's going to do he it. So he get, does he get a tribal lion tattoo? He gets like a lot of his body tribal lion tattooed. So like on his neck, like there's like tattoo of like mane and like claws on his hands and like listen it, it looks pretty fucking sick but also not the greatest because like is I it mean, these is dudes it basically just stick and pokes it's a lot of very large stick and pokes like like they it's just a lot of it it's very kind of rough like it got infected at one point and like they had to like treat it and like so it's kind of scat like scary yeah. and like not even it's all over him so he spent like five years in the jungle with these people like Getting learning their life and like assimilating tribal lion tattoos Getting giant <laughs> body covering lion tattoos oh that's amazing and they like he's learned their language and their you know way of speaking up to the point where they're like they're like you know you you have really embraced this life in a way we didn't think you would and he's like well you know i'm never gonna see my family again you guys are my family and like the tribe was like we're kind of surprised you didn't want to go back and he's <laughs> like the fuck and they're yeah, like, they're like, yeah, we, there's we, a supply route that we, we can put you on yeah, where they, you can go to an embassy, get, and get out like, of here. The, the fuck <laughs> I, I could do, I could do, I got covered in lion tattoos. Ah, beans. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, ah, I dropped my phone. So they they take him to the embassy, and the embassy people are like, "But boy, howdy! You you really well, went all I, in there, huh? You really went all in there, huh? 
five years, but most people take, take some longer to crack than that. Um, okay. Most people and who fall, like, who have plane crashes in the middle of Africa. Yeah, it happens surprisingly a lot. So, um, he has his like passport and everything. And he's like, no, this is, this is who I am. Like I, I kept all of these things throughout the years. Like I, I was the boy on the plane. I was like, the, I was on that plane crash and they were like, okay, well they extradite him to Japan and he's reunited with his family. <laughs> and like, they're like, God, God, those tattoos just aren't great though. <laughs> And we're really like, glad that you're here, but oh man, I, you, I've missed you so much, my boy. But what the fuck kind of choices did you make in that jungle? Why? Um, why did you do that? Why did you do that to yourself? No, you made that god just bad. Just it's supposed to be a lion. A lion. You thought you were like a lion. That's fucking hilarious. You pissed your pants up until you were twelve. <laughs> daily and then he's like he's trying to like share all of these stories about like when i was when i was in the jungle the tribe for five years i learned a lot about like you know trying to tell these like really like impressive stories about like his time in the jungle and literally all anyone can do is just look at his fucking skin and be like what happened to you He's like, oh, I got this spirit tattoo. No, don't say anything about like, but the tattoo is so bad. Yeah, I and mean, it's very bad. <laughs> it's very bad. It's just him learning to live with his stupid lion tattoo he got all He's over his very, body. <laughs> very bad full body lion tattoo done by tribesmen in the wood, in the jungles and woods. And the thing is, that that actually sounds like it would be pretty hilarious for a few episodes. At least it a few episodes. Like, it would be, like pretty funny at a, at a couple of crucial points. Yeah, I would watch that. Honestly, that sounds kind of fun. <laughs> let's 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 write that show. Yeah, <laughs> <Some> shitty kid <laughs> getting covered in shitty tattoos and having to go back home and just live with it. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's not what this show is. Um, yeah, let's hear it. Uh, here's the thing, Quinn. It's in a high school. God damn it. <laughs> I haven't, not a single one of these have I started with. So we're in a high school. So we're in a high school. And I've really fucked up. I've really fucked up. Uh, yeah, you know, that's, that's really, like I said, that's a good, that's generally a good place to start. Um, I dreamed too big on this one after not dreaming big enough on friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, you're in high school. Uh, sort of. I mean, it's, it starts off and this kid who is a high schooler saves this strange man, uh, not a quote unquote strange man, just a regular strange man, uh, just a regular strange man, uh, from some just random old thugs in an alley. And the guy's like, you're the one kids like uh don't know what you're talking about uh, <laughs> don't know what you're talking who what <laughs> yeah pretty much and uh the guy's like i'll give you this and he gives him a rock with a kind of a tribally looking tattoo on it um 
Wait, the rock has a tattoo? The rock has, uh, it looks like a tattoo. And he gives this kid okay. this rock. And he, the kid is holding the rock. Then the oh. rock disappears into his hand. Oh, God. And then he's got a tattoo on his hand. And he's like, the fuck? What the fuck? Um, but he pretty much stops thinking about it then. And then he wakes up the next day. He's like, I'm going to go to school. Uh, except for that it's not quite like that. He's like running to go to school because he's late because that's how these things work. Uh, and yeah, because fucking kids are always late to school in these goddamn things. Yeah, so he's, he's running because he's late to school, meet up with one of his friends, and he uh, barrels into this other person who he like accidentally touches, and this girl like gets a weird vibe off of him uh, because... She's like, oh man, did he, did he have a tattoo? Did he have the same tattoo, like tattoo thing? And the kid's like, bye. So then this girl starts following him. And, uh, wait, hang on. I'm sorry. Can you back up like 10 seconds? Did you say that the girl said, does he have the same tattoo? Yeah, the girl that this random girl that he like accidentally runs into has a similar tattoo on her hand. Uh, okay, not the same one, a similar one, a and, similar one. Okay, uh, and yeah, this is just some random girl he basically almost runs into, uh, and then until she isn't some random girl, because now right, she up starts until the point where she's crucial. Yeah, uh, and then she starts following him and like attacks him. And he's like, "What the fuck's going on?" She like leads him to this. Uh, uh, like warehouse and then beats the shit out of him and oh, cool. then she's like no you weren't good enough and just like leaves him there uh, by the way the fight scene in this were actually really good like the fight scenes were awesome and like weighty uh, and like everything that happened like felt like really good like when people like got hit it was like mm, good hit uh, so fights on this R- real solid real chunky yeah, chunky fights. Chunky punches. Chunky punches. And uh, then she uh, uses her, like, she puts a piece of chalk, like, she takes a piece of chalk out of her, uh, like, thing, and out of her, like, pocket, and she's like, this is what you can do with your tattoo thing. Figure your shit out. I can use chalk, and then I can make air bombs, and then she starts, like, making bombs and shit, and she's like, you can do something similar. But I don't fucking care. You suck. And <laughs> just like leaves him there, beat to shit in a warehouse. Uh, but then still follows him around. Uh, and then all of a sudden they're getting attacked by people. And they've got some sort of government weapon in their hands. And people want it. And he, they, he gets caught up in some conspiracy. He's got some special one. Yada, yada, yada. It's an anime bullshit. You are okay, yeah. Yeah, so they have tattoos that they can use some kind of particular material on. His is blood. Um, Uh. Yeah, like his own, like if he gets cut, he can use that to like do stuff. Um, But it's basically, it's just the most anime. Yeah, it's all, it's an anime premise. They're in high school. Their their, uh, supernatural thing is their tattoos, which, you know, give them special powers if they use a certain material with it. And then yada, 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 bing, bang, boom. Conspiracy, you got yourself an anime. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) I liked mine. 
Uh, yours, like I said, would be a great comedy <laughs> that I would watch for sure. Just the shitty kid dealing with his stupid tattoos he's got all of his, over his body. This stupid fucking idiot with his goddamn lion tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your, your big shitty full body lion tattoo. So, yeah, I don't know why Miyazaki felt like he needed to make just a regular old anime, you know, just for just for a fucking change. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that's the like, that's the strange thing. It's like that one. That sounds like the most regular shit. Yeah, with really good. I mean, really, really great fight scenes, though. <laughs> I mean, probably like impeccably well made. Yeah, that's like, that's the shit that Miyazaki was on, you know, is, is, is those parts. Because you know, like uh, you don't know, like in me in in Nanonoke, where main character shoots off a dude's arm with a that's fucking rad uh, slash terrifying. Um, we'll watch it. Don't, don't worry. Um, but anyway, so uh, I guess that brings us around to the our last show, um, which uh, is from way way back in Miyazaki's. Um, timeline i mean this is before he was like doing anything else uh and this is like his 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 um, yeah he's still trying to figure things out at this point uh he doesn't he it's clearly a beta a beta phase for him um right because it's just called orange it's just called orange uh like like it's just called orange that's all it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the fucking thing you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. He's called orange. Yeah. Yeah. It's just called orange, though, right? Yeah. It, it's just called orange. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's all yeah. No, that's like a thing you can just call things. You can just name it orange. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's, okay, it's, yeah. No. It's not like Orange Team or Orange Squad or Orange 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 uh, High School or Experience just, Ultra Deluxe. It's just called Orange. Just, just or yeah, just a single word, Orange. Yeah. Okay. 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 So even even at the beginning of his career, fucking Miyazaki san was on some new shit, right? He's on some new shit. He's on some uh fucking make you think make you scratch your head kind of shit some fucking like this isn't just like oh i'm making anime it's called something it's some fucking it's some brand new hot shit right yeah yeah yeah. he's 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 all up on that for sure that's him it's it's called orange yeah what's it about tell you what's about ready i'm very it's about a boy uh, yeah it's about a boy and 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 a city <laughs> okay a boy and a city this boy he's a street boy mm-hmm. doesn't have uh, doesn't have family to speak of He's on the street. He got a little. He's got a little box he lives in, right? He ekes by, you know. 
asking for donations, you know, picking what he can out of dumpsters. And like the, it's just sort of going through his day, like hopping around from place to place, like really just a slice of life of a street rat. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. Just really getting inside that life, learning what it's like to be in there. And like the cops or something, like they sometimes chase him and he's like, no, don't arrest me. I'm just, uh, I'm a nine year old boy. The cops are like, ah, you little kid. I'm going to beat you to death with the stick. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, don't do like, please, no, please. I don't want to get beat to death with a stick. Dad, so he's no. talking. So he's, he's making a he's making a little life for himself. Like he, every once in a while he gets something shiny, hmm. you know, he, he gets like a, like a pair of glasses that someone dropped before they got on the train. It's like, well, I got these glasses, pretty nice glasses. And he gets like, you know, like Just... a kind of a broken watch. And he's like, well, I got this nice little broken watch. Doesn't really tick so good. But, but you know. But it's mine. It's kind of nice-ish. If it worked nice. a little better. Maybe. Just a little bit. And, you know, he's. And then, like, one like day. A, he got, a, like, a radio. Oh, yeah. Nice radio. AM like, radio. radio. Yeah. And, um. In this group of like school kids, like, cause he's not in school, right? Cause he's a street kid. Yeah. Yeah. He's too cool slash cannot afford slash does not know how yeah, to enroll in school. Yeah. Has no parents. Like, this, like, this is like a scrawny little, like, like, imagine Aladdin, but not suave. Yeah, nothing, no no dancing to the streets, you know, with a monkey singing songs. Just, like, yeah, nothing. He's got, like, he doesn't, like, he doesn't have um, an abu, but he does sometimes hang out with ladybugs. <laughs> they, he calls them his friends. He's my, mm-hmm. my ladybug friends. I like them. They're, they're good to me. So... <laughs> he's like he's pretty hungry and he's like man i've been like trying for so long to like you know get some stuff together and like i want to try and like i just want to try and get myself something nice and what he wants to try and get you guess what it is well he's he's just enamored by basketballs he loves their dimples and divots and coloration of orangeyness. He he just wants He's to be a them. baller, a street kid He's seen baller. Them bounce, you know. Yeah. He's been like he's he, he sometimes goes behind the school and he sees the kids playing with these with these balls and he doesn't have the word for it. Yeah. He just he barely even understands what the color is, but he does know the color yeah. and he likes the color a lot. The color is orange. Yeah, he's like orange. That's that's the that's for me. Those? He's like oh. with those hoops? Yes. I want so the orange hoops. 
He makes an unlikely friend. Um, in? In, um, there's a sort of a, a girl who walks past his, like, his box house where he lives, like, every day on her way to school. Yeah. She's a little bit older, so she's like, you know, this kid, he doesn't have anything. Like, he's, like, maybe nine, and, like, this girl's, like, 15. She's like, I can I can help him out a little bit when I can, you know, toss him a couple extra coins, like, that kind of thing. Yeah, help, and, like, I'll help him out a little bit. Why and, not? You know, one day she's walking by, she's walking by, and he's sitting outside. And he's got like He's got his watch and his glasses and he's like He's got his watch and his glasses and he's like he's got him in front of him and he's like he's trying to do math like in the dirt, like with a stick, and he's like he like drew the glasses plus watch plus radio equals circle question mark. <laughs> and she's like, Hey, what do you and he's like I'm I want to get an orange because that's all he knows how to call it. And she's like, I I can get you an orange. And he like fucking explodes with joy. He's like, oh my gosh, that's all I've ever wanted. I'll give you all of my things, everything I have. And she's like, yo, you don't have to worry. Yeah, my don't, dude. don't even worry and about she's it. like, hey, so she gets in her backpack and pulls out an orange. And he's like, the fuck is this shit? I don't know what this is, but uh, very wrong. Not what I wanted. She's like an orange. And he's like, he takes it and he tries to bounce it and it just explodes. And she's like, what the (laughs) fuck, man? (laughs) And he's like, I, I, no, I don't want, no, not this, but the, the big with the black and the, and the bumps and the, and the hoops. And she's like, motherfucker, you mean a basketball? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, uh, I guess the orange ones, and, right? With the and hoops? That, and, that, and that little kid, he grew up to be Michael Jordan. <laughs> it's the Michael Jordan story. It's the Michael jo- Jordan story by Hayao Miyazaki. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is Hayao Miyazaki's interpretation of how Michael was, Jordan became a, a thing. That was fucking 10 minutes of buildup and me cooking and eating pizza rolls just to say it's a Michael Jordan story. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome, internet. Oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not what it is at all. Yeah, no, but up until the point where I revealed it was Michael Jordan, didn't that sound like some heart-wrenching shit? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say... in like a real joint. Uh, at one point, you got very close to what this show is. Um, when you said Slice of Life. Uh, and Yeah, interesting. I had a feeling that uh, I would get that part decent. Yes, that is, that is for sure it. 
Um, what you didn't get right, though, uh, was that this is about a girl in high school. Uh, the supernatural quirk here being that um, she has a bunch of journals from her future self. Um, oh, what? Yeah, she's got a bunch of journals from her future self that are basically warn her, warning her to that if she falls in love with this one dude who's new in their class, that she'll be really sad in the future. Oh, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And that's basically it. And you want to know why? Because they, they do reveal this in the first episode. And then I'm like, saw that coming. Uh, dude, she would fall in love with. He's probably got cancer or something. He dies. Oh, <laughs> They they don't say what it is, but it's like can it's gotta be cancer or something. But it's like a bus of cancer kids. Are- yeah, I mean he like he has to miss like a couple days of school. Just like hmm, I wonder where he is. I don't know. I, no one knows. Seems to know where he is. He's like new. I don't know. Oh. I don't. I don't know what he said. I don't know what his thing is. It's cancer. It's, it's sick. He has cancer. <laughs> he's he's sick. He's got cancer. Almost certainly that's what it is. He's got cancer. <laughs> Almost definitely. Orange is about a cancer kid. Yeah. And the girl that loves him. Yeah, basically. Oh, and, and, but it's oh, slice of life, oh, so like so they go through their day to day like school lives and like Hurley and like so oh, he's do cute. you mean the fault in our stars? Uh yeah, it's a, it's like a bunch like that, yes. I think I mentioned that in my notes. <laughs> Good. Yeah. That it's it's like the fault in our stars, but she gets notes from herself in the future. That's that part is actually super cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually really cool. And so she's like, hmm, if I do this, this will happen. And then she does it and then it does. And she's like, oh, well, shit. Okay. And, but then it's like, Hey, don't fall in love with this guy. Or it's like, I, I do fall. Well, yeah. It's like, but ne- should I, but, should but I, or shouldn't I do? But what if I do? But it says I shouldn't. But what if I? But what if I do though? I want to. Yeah. I might not be able to help it. Yeah, pretty much. And the whole time I'm sitting there, like, just read to the end. You've got all these journals. Just read to the end of them. See yeah, why? Just skip to the last page and like figure it out. Because like she only reads the journal entry for that date. It's like no, no. Just no, go to no, the no. end of it. Figure out why there's why it ends up being a problem. You can you can cheat on this one. Yeah, it's like dude's gonna die because there's like a flash forward with her and her her like husband and their kid in the future, but it's not that one because that guy dies. So, oh, also I think it's called Orange because uh, she's a ginger, and so is her husband, and so is like most of the. There's like a couple other people that are all all have orange hair, red hair. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's why. She has red hair, orange hair. Yes. That's, yes. And that's why. <laughs> that's the only reason that I can justify it. That there's no more. That's, that's lazy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's, 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 I think that is the only way that I could just uh, come up with why it would be called orange. You know what? You know what? So orange sounds like if you. The Traveler's Wife and The Fault on Our Stars. You yeah. just mixed them all up in a bucket 
and then poured it into a high school and then just let it happen. Yep. And that's, you're pretty much exactly right, Quinn. Uh, that's, that's pretty good though. That's, that's what it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's fine. Miyazaki san knows what he's doing. Um, anyway, <sighs> thus concludes our first episode. Of Miyazaki. Yeah. We're going to be doing all kinds of fun things for Miyazaki as much as we can. Quinn and I live, lead b- busy lives. Um, but we're, you know, we're going to try to do a live stream. We're going to do another episode like, uh, the ghost and the shell. Uh, we're going to do some fun stuff, I think. Oh yeah. I, I think, I think definitely we're going to finally fight your fear of uh, princess Mononoke or you're, we're going to fight your wife's fear for your wife. We're going to fight my wife. No, we're going to fight your wife's fear for her. We're gonna we're gonna fight my wife on a live stream. <laughs> sure. She's 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 a powerful woman. That's that's the plan. Um anyway, yeah. uh, I think it's time to to say um, you know, the thing we say all the time when we close these out. Uh can I do it? Uh yeah, it's all you. Do it. All right. Um once again, thanks for watching Dot the Plot Ascension. Final, Final mix. mix. I I've been Quinn. And I'm Bob. Um, And as always, you're al dente, bitch. (laughs) 